This is Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. It's new people, new policies, and pros for today's women on the move. In today's world of distant learning and remote work sites, it's now time for us to get ready to enjoy the upcoming summer season of popular outdoor retreats with friends, family, and battle buddies too. Let's prepare to pack up for a season of camping and glamping in some of the best locations in North America. In today's episode of Women Veterans Glamping, join us as we explore some of the best glamping sites in America in the majestic state, Maine. Now here's your host, Deborah Harmon Pugh. Welcome to Women Veterans Rock on the Hill. It is the award-winning podcast for today's Women on the Move, and I am your host, Deborah Harmon Pugh. There is a boom in posh camping, and now more than ever, people want to enjoy the great outdoors, and women increasingly want luxury and comfort in their camping experiences. Today's women are looking to camp at places that align with social causes that are important to them, and they seek to do it in environments that are rich with the serenity and glamour that connects them to the majestic wilderness and the tranquility of the outdoors. Please note that glampers are young and diverse. 60% of leisure travelers who reported that they had glamped in the past two years are from the millennial or Generation Z generations. Millennials make up the largest group of glampers at 48%. In today's episode of Women Veterans Glamping, you will meet U.S. Army veteran Nicole Jordan. She knows firsthand about the difficulties of connecting with other military women after separation from military service, and she also knows a thing or two about the trials and triumphs of being a new woman business owner. As I said, today's special guest is Miss Nicole Jordan, who is an Army veteran, and she's also our resident guru on women veterans glamping. So join me in welcoming Miss Nicole Jordan after this short break. Thank you for tuning in. And as always, we want to thank our sponsors, Comcast NBC Universal Military and Veterans Affairs, for their support of women veterans, military families in the production of Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. This episode is sponsored in part by our longtime community partner, Chestnut Hill College. Chestnut Hill College is a certified yellow ribbon institution and a military-friendly college. It has a distinguished history of supporting America's student veterans, military families, and the community at large. We are proud to have this fine academic institution as one of our supporting community partners. It's our 12th anniversary, and we're celebrating all of our national and community partners as we work together in building a pipeline of equality in public service, business leadership, and civic engagement for today's women and girls on the move. 
Greetings, y'all. I'm Nicole Jordan from Women Veterans Glamping. I am the president and founder, and we honor women veterans from across our great nation here to the state of Maine for retreats. And we are very excited to be part of the podcast posse here at Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast. Good afternoon, Miss Nicole Jordan. I am excited to welcome you to the Women Veterans Rock podcast as one of our newest friends from Maine. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Well, today we're going to talk about the goals of Women Veterans Glamping and your amazing ladies of Maine who are providing safe and supportive outdoor environments for women veterans to relax and to connect with one another. So, Nicole, let's begin today's conversation with learning about you and when did you launch Women Veterans Glamping? Women's Veterans Glamping took off in October of 2019. Well, I was a post commander for the American Legion at Atopsum. It was a way for women to connect. They were telling me there was no way for them to come together other than at the bar or if they ran into each other at the VA. So that was the start of it. Okay, I have access to the Urits. Let's call, let's make a date. And that's what we did. So I'd love for you to tell our listeners about glamping and how are you using it to provide the service to fill a need for women veterans. So Nicole, what is glamping? Well, glamping is fancy camping, glorified camping. We stay in unique round structures that have a vinyl outer covering on them. So the wood skeleton, there's windows, there's roll-ups, sometimes the plastic on the windows. It's insulated, there's wood stoves, it's year-round camping. The elements are not on you and you're not on the ground. So where are you doing this glamping? I know that you are from the beautiful state of Maine. So tell us a little bit about where you are doing your glamping retreats. We hold them at a couple of different locations. Our main location is Maine Forest Jurits in Durham, Maine. And Maine Forest Jurits was started by Bob Crowley, who won Survivor. He has four yurts there, and we've been blessed to connect with him for three years. We have a great setup there. We bring 16 to 20 women vets in at a time to recreate and stay in the Urits. And then we have brought on board in collaboration. We have brought on Great Pond Outdoor Adventures. It's a DOD, Navy, WMR Retreat Center came on board today. And they also have Urits. And we will be doing a retreat in June there this year and looking forward to next year going bigger. Well, I am just so excited to learn more about glamping and learn about these retreats that you are hosting in the beautiful state of Maine. So I'm going to ask you to take a moment so that we can dissect this a bit. Nicole, I am very interested in finding out, as an Army veteran, how did you decide on creating this environment called glamping for women veterans? Well, after going to Maine Forest Jurits, as a guest there in meeting Bob Crowley, the opportunity came up for me to hold events there with women veterans that I knew. And I knew the hardship it was for them to get away from their kids and work. After talking with Bob and starting our club and doing the retreats, I was getting feedback from the women what differences it was making 
And that's where it started all October of 2019 and has blossomed since. You have described glamping as fancy camping. Talk to us a little bit about some of the modern amenities that we would find if we were to participate in one of your glamping retreats. So at Maine Forest Jerts in Durham, Maine, you'll find the propane cook stove and oven, a wood stove for heat. You'll find the futon, the two bunk beds, the big kitchen table to sit around, play games and paint and activities. You're going to find the outdoor shower. There's going to be a barbecue grill there. So that's off-grid with a composting toilet. So that's an off-grid situation <laughs> at Maine Forest Jurits. Uh-huh. But when we go to the Great Pond Outdoor Adventure Center, uh-huh. they have flushing toilets, running water. They have electricity in their urits. They don't have a stove, but you've got the barbecue grill. But they do have refrigerators oh my. and microwaves and TVs. <laughs> Oh, my. So what are some of the how-tos of glamping? What should we expect to bring in order to have a fun, safe, and memorable experience? Oh, goodness. That is very easy. We make it as simple as possible. Your clothing so that you'll be comfortable and warm or cool, depending on the seasons. Mm -hmm. Uh, Proper footwear. And then your toiletries, the toothbrush, hairbrush. And a positive attitude to come meet other women veterans to have a ball. Other than that, we provide everything else. Okay. So when we look at getting ourselves prepared for our glamping trip, we should bring the proper attire and the proper clothing. So here we are in the spring, getting ready to go into the summer season. I know that you have some amazing events coming forth. So talk to us specifically about the proper attire for spring, and most importantly, footwear, because we know that women sometimes can be a bit choicy, but we also know that if we don't have comfortable and um, convenient footwear, we're not going to have a good time. So let's break this down. Talk to us about the kind of clothing we should prepare for, and most importantly, the kind of footwear for a fun glamping trip. I mean, we're talking spring. It was 28 degrees this morning with frost on my truck when I left. So right now, uh, you wouldn't need your winter boots. But if you have rubber boots, definitely because we're in mud season. Mm -hmm. Um, Flip-flops or your slippers for inside the urits to keep your feet warm um, when you're standing on the floor. And then you might bring sneakers if it's dry out and it's not muddy. But you don't need, you know, special hiking boots unless you have hiking boots and you want to bring them. Flip-flops are always good because if you are going to get your feet wet and you're down by the pond, why not? They float. Um, And then proper attire. Uh, Yeah, 28 degrees this morning. Yeah, winter coat. You really wouldn't need your mittens unless you're outside for a long period of time. And by this afternoon, it was in the 50s. And for most Mainers... That's shorts and t-shirts and sneaker weather. <laughs> Others, they're still bundled up to the nines. What would be a um, an agenda or schedule that we should expect to enjoy in one day of glamping? By the way, how long is this retreat? Is it a weekend, overnight? Um, so the retreats start at 3 p.m. on Friday afternoon. And the women can show up anytime up till you know, 8 o'clock at night as they're getting out of work or getting away from the kids and 
they're mm-hmm. back at care and it goes through the weekend and ends Sunday about 11 a.m. So it's almost 72 hours. Okay. So, so what's the scheduled day of glamping with women veterans glamping up in Maine? Yeah. So let's throw our full Saturday, our one very full day in there. Saturday morning, the board members honor these women that come in and our board members are all veterans. So our board members come in and cook breakfast for everyone there. We have a good full breakfast. After breakfast, we award four women with quilts of valor. Mm. And then after that, we can do, uh, if we know what the weather is going to be, if it's nice out, we can go on hikes, we can kayak. If it's warm enough, go swimming. If it's really yucky and rainy out, we could be painting, doing arts and crafts, board games. There's so many things that we can be doing. Mm -hmm. Uh, Lunchtime, we have women volunteers that work with us. They come in and they prep all our food. They cook lunch and dinner and they serve us. They clean up. We do more activities together. We're around the campfire after dinner. We're making s'mores. We're out there laughing galore to the point. Sometimes you're crying or peeing because you're laughing so hard. Um, and you're, you're building new friendships and networking. So when you have a bad day, you now have someone you can call and talk to. Yeah. Well, I heard you mention the quilt of valor ceremony. That seems like something that is um, a wonderful way to recognize uh, what women veterans have done. Please explain to us what is the quilt of valor ceremony and how do you execute it? What is it and why are you doing it? Okay. So the quilt of valor ceremony is a ceremony wrapping a quilt around a veteran that was specially made through the quilt makers from Quilt of Valor. And let's see, I have my little speech here because it comes with a speech that we read when we do them. So I always have it on my phone. Um, I awarded a Quilt of Valor this past uh, Easter Sunday mm-hmm. to a Marine in Texas. That's mm-hmm. a reverend and uh, very close to me. I was able to do his Quilt of Valor But I do Mm -hmm. the same thing for men and women in my state of Maine Mm -hmm. for many events, just not for women veterans glamping. Uh, They're a national organization founded in 2003. And it's literally, the quilt is a full symbolism of stitch and layers acting on quilting for one human being going out to another with compassion. It's not a gift. It's an earned honorable award and has been referred to as a civilian equivalent of a Purple Heart. So it's to offer comfort to the veterans as they go through life. Some of them are not getting their quilts of valor until they're terminally ill Mm. or they've aged. Um, I refused my quilt of valor for two years. I wanted my quilt of valor to go to an elder, somebody Mm. who's older than me. I didn't think I deserved mine. But after suffering lung cancer and other issues, I finally accepted my quilt of valor because I didn't know when my time would be. I accepted it. And with me accepting it, that promoted me into being able to quilt others now. So Nicole, this quilt of valor ceremony seems like a very very honorable distinction. Where does it come from and why does one get awarded and recognized in this type of ceremony? Okay, so what it is, is it's a national organization. The Quilt of Valor is a national organization. 
There's one in every single state across the U.S. Okay. And there's different regions to each state, depending on how big you are. The way you get to be able to receive your Quilt of Valor is they have to have a copy of your DD-214 showing honorable service discharge. Mm-hmm. And with that, and if you've never been given a Quilt of Valor, Mm-hmm. Then they have a quilt made for you and it says what branch of service you served in. And it's, we go through the speech and we, you know, say how it was founded, what the symbolism is for making the quilt and what all it means. And then when we award it and we say the ceremonial speech, it's on behalf of the Quilt of Valor Foundation and a grateful nation mm-hmm. with our deepest appreciation to thank them for their service to the country. Mm-hmm. The quilt of valor is awarded, mm-hmm. and our final words are "Welcome home." Mm, that is beautiful, and I am um, sincerely appreciative of the fact that you have included such a segment of distinction in this kind of weekend. So when we go to the glamping weekend, we get an opportunity to spend time with other women veterans. We also get us time to connect. We get a chance to relax. So what is it that you, is your vision for women to um, extract as an outcome from a weekend of glamping with your group and other participants? So the women, what they get when they come is some of them are very scared. They're Mm -hmm. very standoffish. They don't know what to expect, you know. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Women veterans, when they go to an event, it's usually something the VA is doing and they feel like they're going to be grilled and inspected and questioned and challenged. And we don't want any of that. I'm so I love I love the VA for some programs, mm-hmm. but I I have my quirks too, where I say eh, enough, no PTSD, dramatizing, making someone stress about coming to a retreat to relax. So When the women come, they know it's just going to be other women veterans. We don't have men at the events for the retreats Mm -hmm. because of MST, sexual trauma. We don't want anyone stressing and thinking someone's judging them. Mm -hmm. It is a judgment-free zone. Good, good. And we all laugh at ourselves, too. So if it's judgment, I'm going to make my own and laugh at myself. Okay. Um, So these women will come. They'll be nervous. You know, we'll put their mind at ease. We welcome them into the sisterhood now of the women veterans glamping. Once you come, you're considered glamping alumni. Oh, great. And glamping alumni, my women surprise me all the time and Mm -hmm. amaze me galore. I can be at another event or a fundraising event and I'll get poked in the backside and watch me jump to the sky. (laughs) And they're like, gotcha. But then they'll jump in and they will start telling the public or whatever event I'm at. These women will praise the program and talk from their own experience of what it did for them. And, And that blew me away. I sat down and this was in the middle of March this year. I sat down when one was speaking and I just had tears rolling down my face. And she looked back at me and I said, why are you crying? I said, I didn't realize I affected your life that much and made a positive uh, thing. Mm-hmm. And it just took me and, and just made my heart swell. And I was crying. And it was magical because 
I've heard it from over a half a dozen women now in three years. So what I am hearing you say, Nicole, that this is an environment that you have created so that people can relax, enjoy, feel safe and share. But I also think that um, the Eurex is also an important part of this to create a physical structural environment that most people don't expect. And I seen pictures of the Eurex and they are beautiful. They are simply beautiful. And so, but there's another component to glamping with women veterans in Maine. Um, one of the components I'm thinking about is the environment, the external environment, the wildlife. Tell us a little bit about the um, environment that individuals can expect to enjoy the outdoors, the wildlife. So let's look at, let's talk about the outdoors and then tell us a bit about the wildlife we can expect to encounter. Okay. So the wildlife in Maine is beautiful, majestic. It's in its natural environment. You're not blown by it on a road, praying it doesn't jump in front of you. <laughs> Here you want it to jump in front of you so you see it. You're not worried about your vehicle. Um, so you're out in the woods, um, Maine Forest Jurats, and also up at Great Pond Adventure, um, there's trails. Mm -hmm. So they're all clean, maintained, nice. unless a tree or a stick comes down, and then they remove them and take care of it so you're not climbing. Mm -hmm. But there's the walking trails. Mm -hmm. There's the ponds in both locations for you to be out on the water or in the water. Um, and the wildlife is there. So women veterans glamping with all the different wildlife that is available, we have made sure we went out of our way. Some of these women have been known to take naps while they're at our events. <laughs> and we do not discourage it. If that's what your body needs and that's what you want to do, grab one of the hammock bags, grab a set of binoculars, trot on down to the pond side oh or around a campfire, throw it up in the tree, Knock your socks off, lay back, and if you fall asleep, we won't wake you up unless you want to. Oh, wake my. Up. Oh, my. Give me some glamping in Maine. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love this. So we, we see that there's this beautiful, majestic environment, um, being able to be exposed to wildlife and the serenity and the peace that you can enjoy either at a, a side of a fire uh, a, a fire, a campfire, I should say, at the side of a campfire and or at the pond. So you started this venture in 2019. Would you explain to us some of the highs and the lows that you have enjoyed, enjoyed as the new owner of this kind of retreat adventure? Let's see. A low is always funding. Mm -hmm. Our biggest issue is women veterans don't even get a tenth of what the funding is compared to a male's veterans program mm -hmm. or hunting lodge. Mm -hmm. We we are not recognized. Mm -hmm. Even though we're a 501c3, we're not recognized. Mm -hmm. And it's very hard for us women to even be equals. Mm -hmm. So the funding is hard. So we uh, fundraise galore. And do everything we can so that we can accept more women into the program. Mm -hmm. And then um, one of the best things has to be the amazing, amazing women veterans that I meet and have bonded with 
and they want to join the board, they want to volunteer, they want to throw different things like different fundraisers. One, one told me, Nicole, you have no choice. You have to sit there and hush. You have no <laughs> say in this fundraiser. And I'm like, okay. Her, and she likes to call her active brain, squirrel brain. Uh-huh. I won't say her name, but yes, she'll, she'll know who it is when she says squirrel brain. Um, her, her brain is just working and she did um, collecting artwork of all various kinds. People that made pocketbooks to artwork to 3D diamond, you know, made stuff to uh, ceramics and epoxy stuff, mm -hmm. cups and mugs. She tie dyed t-shirts. She went on and for 30 days collected all of these things that were donated by other veterans and artists to, oh be able to fundraise for. Oh my. It was a $5 donation for them to, um, it was a $5 donation for everyone to put their name in the pot. Mm -hmm. And at three o'clock on Easter Sunday, mm -hmm. she drew names from that pot and whoever's name she drew got whatever she was showing at the time. And then all that money that she made, she donated to women veterans glamping. Oh, that is fantastic. So her squirrel brain was wonderful. It works really well because I am hearing you enjoy this experience of the challenges of being a new owner and or director of this retreat environment, but also a lot of the highs and the joys that you bring to those individuals that are participants. I'd like for you to share with our listeners, how can we learn more about the work that you're doing at Women Veterans Glamping? I know that you have a couple of events coming up. So tell us first, how can we learn more about what you're doing? And for those who want to support you, how can we do that? Well, that's, I am so glad you asked. So we have our webpage through Facebook. Mm -hmm. so we have Facebook, we have GoFundMe, we have Give, Send, Go. Uh, we have Venmo. You can mail money to the office. Uh, you can also um, go through our Facebook page, uh, our web page, womenveteransglamping.org. You can go in and make donations online. Um, we set up where there's scholarship amounts. You can choose what you would like to send in. But if you can only send a dollar, you're supporting women. And that's all that matters. I think that that's terrific. So womenveteransglamping.org is the place that people can learn more about your amazing work, the kind of growth that you have experienced in a short period of time, and also more importantly, for those individuals who may not be able to attend or who want to attend and donate, they can go to womenveteransglamping.org. That is fantastic. I know that you have a couple of events coming up just on Horizon. And I want to remind our listeners that this amazing organization and retreat is held in various locations in the great and beautiful state of Maine. So tell us about some of the events that you have coming up. The one that we're holding in May has been fully booked for over six months. Congratulations. Yeah, it's at Maine Forest Jurats on the 20th through 22nd. A uh, great group of women coming. We'll do our Quilts of Valor. So after that one in May, June, we are fully booked and we are at Great Ponds uh, Adventure Center in um, Great Pond, Maine. And that one, we're fully booked at the Jurats also. And when we go to September and October, 
Those are held at Maine Forest Jurats in Durham, Maine. And we do have opening spots for those that still want to join us. Okay, so let's take that a little bit slower. So for those events that you have coming up, yep. you have a retreat in September, yep. a retreat in October. Yep. That's going, the both of them will be held in Durham, Maine. Yep. You said that there's still openings. So we need for individuals who are interested in participating to go to womenveteransglamping.org and sign up. Is that right? Yes, go under the event tab sign up it'll just send us a little memo that you fill out that says you're interested will immediately within 48 hours i answer i'll send you the paperwork that you need to fill out your dd214 is what gets you your quilt of valor and when we're on dod sites we need that to show that you are honorably discharged from mm -hmm. the military mm -hmm. you can come and join us if you're on active duty national guard or reserves mm -hmm. you are all welcome fellow sisters to join us that is amazing. Nicole, I know that you said at the top of today's conversation that you started this retreat environment in 2019. And it sounds as if women veterans glamping is really growing at a rapid pace. What are your plans for the future? Oh, our plans are big. Our plans are big and our hearts are big. So we're hoping that in the next three to five years, we're looking for 50 to 100 acres. Mm. We are looking to build our own 365-day-a-year retreat center to honor women and hopefully be able to do so much more than what we're doing now. We've already tripled our numbers in two years. We've doubled that in the last year. Next year, I'm on record from going from 16 women to over 300. If I have my own facility, we will be able to bring more women. There's 300,000 women veterans in the great U.S. They all deserve to be able to come here. Well, I just have to continue to congratulate you on your passion and your enthusiasm for this program. And in uh, a very short period of time, starting back at 2019, you have grown rapidly. You have some very ambitious goals for the future. And I should just note that when you started this in 2019, it was servicing the women in and around the great state of Maine. And so when in this cycle of growth, th did your activities grow outside of the borders of Maine? Oh, goodness. So the first glamping event, uh, we had one woman come from South Carolina because she was best friends and had lived in Maine her whole life. So we brought her. She came up for the first one. And by 2020, COVID just killed everything. So we mm -hmm. couldn't do anything. Mm -hmm. 2021, we had women from Massachusetts, New Hampshire, all the New England area pleading with us to open it up. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to say no, because you know what? You tied your boots the same way, sister. Welcome aboard. Well, one of the other things that I hear that you incorporate into your model about um, this environment of women veterans and networking and um, supporting one another is being adaptable. What is it that you mean when you say to folks, come, bring the right attire, bring your personal toiletries, and bring a smile and a great attitude, but we need you to be adaptable. What do you mean when you say that to others? Well, you know, nothing always goes as planned. Mm -hmm. Mother Nature can throw a monkey wrench in there anytime she wants with a snowstorm, even in spring. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, 
don't have the mindset everything's going to happen like going to a doctor's appointment it's going to be at this very moment mm-hmm. something's going to happen you know if breakfast takes an extra half hour because we're all socializing so be it relax eat your food don't be in a rush the quilt of valor will happen once we clean up and then from there it's take a census what do y'all want to do do you want to paint do you want to go out on the lake let's look at what the weather's going to do we'll judge you know be adaptable just go with the flow it makes life so much easier on the weekend than being so structured Mm -hmm. stressed out to get from one point to another well, it sounds like you have had an opportunity to have some very challenging, unexpected um, occurrences. So before we close today's conversation, I'd like to give you an opportunity to um, give some words of either wisdom and or encouragement to those individuals that might be looking forward to being participants in the Women Veterans Glamping upcoming seasons of retreats. Well. Wow. Women veterans of the United States, put your application in, even if it's a year in advance. Think ahead. If you take care of yourself and you give yourself some time to recover and recoup and relax, you'll be better when you go back to your family and back to work because you'll be refreshed. You'll have new networking friends you're ready to take on what the world has after having a short downtime. Well, Nicole Jordan, it has certainly been a pleasure to speak with you, to meet you, and to learn more about the activities that you are doing. Because I'll tell you, I feel like I'm prepared to pack my bags and come up to Maine and be able to spend some time with you in this beautiful, majestic environment. So I want to thank you for joining us here today at Women Veterans Rock. On the Hill, the podcast. Thank you. Thank you for having me. We thank Zeta Phi Beta Sorority Incorporated, a national enduring partner of Women Veterans Rock, for their longtime support and for their shared vision of service, inclusion, and equality. This episode of Women Veterans Rock on the Hill, the podcast, is sponsored by the Healthy Caregiver Community Foundation, where we are dedicated to building better communities. For more information on how to become a sponsor, visit our website at www.womenthatsrock.org. And there's one last thing before we go. For those of you who think that glamping is an old fad whose time has come and long gone, think again. Glamping has rapidly risen in popularity over the past two years. Investments in the glamping industry for men and for women is projected to become a $4.8 billion industry by year 2025. The fusion of glamour and camping is here to stay. Glamping has become one popular way to retreat, relax, and rejoice authentically in a judgment-free zone, and it helps to reclaim that natural eco-balance of our hearts, our minds, and our spirits. And in the words of Terry Tempest Williams, an American writer, educator, conservationist, and activist, Williams's writing is rooted in the American West and has been significantly influenced by the arid landscape of Utah. And she says, 
The wilderness reminds us all of what we are connected to rather than what we are separate from. Now, Posse, take us home. <laughs> <laughs>